So uh, I was talking to my my dad uh, recently, and you know, he and my mom have been married almost 65 years. Um, and I asked him, I said, "Hey, if you had a choice whether to do this all over again, 65 years, you know, and would you do it?" But I said. You, you get to see everything, you get to know everything, but you can't change anything. Knowing all that you know, would you do it? Would you go through it all again? And you have to realize that just like any marriage, there's a lot of great stuff, there's a lot of bad stuff, a lot of challenging things, a lot of difficult moments, great ones, suffering moments, huh? right? That's, that's our life. The same question to you, knowing all that you know and not being able to change a thing, would you still would you still do? And not just your marriages, but this life that we've been given, would you still live it the same way? Would you do it? I guess uh, maybe to put a, a, a different nuance on it, uh, I do a lot of marriage prep, lots of marriages uh, at St. Pat's, and which is great. And in, inevitably, in the conversation with these young couples as they're preparing for marriage, the question comes up uh, about, like, all right, you open to children, because you know that's one of the prerequisites for uh, sacramental marriage. You've got to be open. And, and that openness means, all right, how many kids do you think you might want? And uh, how many kids do you think God wants you to have? And these are great conversations. A lot of energy in these conversations. And then you get you dig down deeper and it's like, well, you know, when are you gonna start having children? And there's a lot of energy there. And it's just for a great conversation. But it also gives rise to maybe a little bit of uncertainty, a little bit of anxiety in the, in the hearts of these young people who are preparing for marriage. It's like, boy, marriage means you're gonna surrender. Marriage means you have to sacrifice. Marriage means that it isn't all about me. It isn't all just about the two of you. It's about, well, all right, how is God going to live through your life? And how are you going to trust him with that? Because that's hard, isn't it? Knowing all that you know, back to my question to my dad, knowing all that you know, not being able to change a thing, how would you, how would you do it? And that's what this, I think, that's the thing that jumps out at me in, in, in Mark today. He's telling, he's teaching his disciples how to, how to live, how to live out their vocation. And is he saying, well, however you want to do it, go ahead. No, he's real specific. You don't, don't take food, uh, no suitcase, no, no wallet, no, no money. In other words, I'm going to take it. I'm going to do it. This is my work. And so you're going to trust me, and I'm going to take care of you. But you've got to put yourself out there, and you've just got to live the life that I give you to live. Trust me. Be docile to the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit live through your life. Don't say no. I know you're afraid. But just get out there and let me show you how much I love you. That's what he's saying. Now, to understand this a little bit better, and Mark... The Gospel of Mark has things called sandwiches. 
right? Now, a sandwich is, is, a, is a scriptural thing where, you know, obviously a sandwich, you've got two slices of bread and you've got the meat in the middle, right? So that's what this is. This is the, like a couple weeks ago, we had the, uh, this, the, market, the biggest market sandwich of them all uh, was the, the synagogue official. Remember him? And his daughter was dying and he comes to Jesus and says, heal my daughter. Jesus is, and that's the first slice of bread. Then the, the guy's on his way, or Jesus is on his way to the guy's house. And who stops him but this woman who's got this, this ailment, this flow of blood that needs to be cured. And she touches his cloak and she's, she's cured. But she delays him and the girl dies. So that's the meat in the middle, that, that, that woman. And then you get to the other slice of bread on the top. And that's Jesus going to the house and the girl's dead and he raises her from the dead. Remember that? That's a sandwich. Synagogue official, woman with the flow of blood, synagogue official. Two slices and the meat in the middle. That meat in the middle is descriptive of what's going on. It pulls the two slices together, holds them together. That, that meat in the middle of that one, uh, like this, this, the, the woman with the, 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 the synagogue official, I mean, they were connected by her experience. And I'm not gonna go into that, but in this one, this is the first slice of bread in this new market sandwich. This Jesus telling the disciples how to go out and, and, and do their life. Jesus telling them how to live out their vocation. Jesus telling us how to live out our marriages. Jesus telling us how to handle our money. Jesus telling us how to handle our fertility, how to handle our entertainment. This is the first slice of bread. You go and you do it my way, not yours. All right, now, the other slice of bread, which is in a couple weeks, is is the disciples, having done all this, coming back and telling Jesus, you wouldn't believe what happened. We did what you said, and it was amazing. We trusted you, and, and boy, the stuff that happened was incredible. That's the other slice of bread. Well, what's the meat in the middle, you ask? I'll tell you. The, the, the meat in the middle is next week, and it's the death of John the Baptist. It's his martyrdom. So you've got... The disciples being sent out, the disciples are turning. And the meat in the middle is death. It's, 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 this is what happens when you live life the way Jesus wants you to live it. When you do what Jesus tells you to do, guess what's going to happen? Life. Mess. Pain. Sacrifice. But boy, when you do that, look, it's like the disciples coming back. You wouldn't believe what happened when we live life the way you wanted us to live it when we did the things you wanted us to do. Every single one of these guys died. Martyrdom, just like John. When you do the Lord's will, sometimes you're going to suffer. You're always going to suffer. Why? Because it isn't about us. We don't get to call the shots. And every time that happens in our life, when we're open to what the Lord wants in our life, means we are making choices to forego what we want for the sake of his life. Self-denial hurts, in other words. But boy, the fruit, brothers and sisters, of when we live life this way. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to say yes to him. Yes, sometimes it's going to cause a lot of problems. Sometimes it's, it's going to cost you money. Sometimes it's going to cost you friendships. Sometimes it's going to cost you your life. But the fruit, you wouldn't believe what happens when we live life the way he wants us to live it. So don't be shy. You know, get over ourselves and say, Lord, 
Whatever you want me to do with my entertainment, my money, my fertility, uh, my marriage, uh, my prayer life, my kids, whatever. I'm all in. It's, it's, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do what you say. Remember this, the meat is in the middle. Amen? Amen? All right, amen. Let's stand and pray. I believe in one God, Father 